0: hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of middle ground i'm caroline and today is a solo episode with moi joe is actually not with me today because the unfortunate happened and my boyfriend got covid this week so that has been happening we have been in quarantine we both feel fine i think i have it at the moment but not 100 sure because we can't find a test for me but i have very 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 mild symptoms, like extremely mild. I just feel a little off. Um, he had worse symptoms than me and he tested positive. So that's why Joe and I are not together at this episode, but that is okay because you guys have requested this episode quite a bit. All you dog moms out there for the most part. So I'm going to be talking all things dog momming, all things Frankie, all things her training and everything just a little puppy update and how life has been since we got her so before i dive into today's episode of course i'm gonna do my granny moment and i think my granny moment is um hmm, let's see i've been home for the past like six days just because of quarantine and stuff and honestly i feel really blessed that we are both vaccinated and we both have very very mild symptoms And I'm also very thankful that we haven't been around a lot of people, um, especially Chris before he got it, especially people that are um, more susceptible to COVID, including my grandma and Gardner and, you know, all of that. So I think that's my grounding moment is just being thankful for our bodies and being able to fight um, COVID at this time, because I know for a lot of people, they have lost people. And I don't think I've ever said this on the podcast, but... My uncle actually passed of COVID this past um, Thanksgiving, and it's just horrible. And if you are someone that has lost someone, I really feel for you. I know how it feels. It sucks. So, just yeah, I'm just grateful that my circle is okay. So that is my granny moment. Yeah so let's get into the meat of the episode also if you hear planes flying in the background um or this buzzing noise it is a plane um we live not really close to an airport but we live at bentonville and if you guys know what i'm talking about and if you're from northwest arkansas you'll know what i'm talking about but there is this little private airport near us and it it flies like charter planes and little planes and so they practice like right above our house so If you hear that i'm sorry i cannot stop that noise but that is what the noise is so anyways um let's just get into it i put a poll on my personal instagram and middlegrounds instagram as well asking you guys to you know ask me questions about frankie and what you guys specifically want to know and you guys pulled through so i really appreciate all of you guys that have sent in questions and i'll be reading some of that um as well just kind of talking about frankie and all of the things so i guess where i should start is if you're a new listener i got a puppy um in september of 2021 and she is the light of my life she is a long-haired dalmatian her name is frankie and she is seven months old um tomorrow i guess uh no not tomorrow in two days so she's i i say she's seven months old to people so she's seven months old um and we got her trained so that has been the most frequently asked question is how was training? how much was training? what do you have to do now that she's trained? et cetera? Et cetera. so i'll definitely be diving heavily into those questions as the episode progresses but yeah so uh, i guess i'll start with training and what we started and like kind of how and why i chose to train a dog so um, growing up, I had a lot of dogs. Uh, I actually counted the other day and I've had seven, um, growing up and not all at once, but like I've always had a dog in my life and my family had never really gotten a dog fully trained by someone else. If that makes sense, like we had well-trained dogs, but they weren't like officially trained or, you know, they didn't know how to walk off leash or things like that. And, now that i'm like an owner of my dog and it's not like a family dog before i got her i was like i really want whatever dog i get to be super trained like that was high on my list of things um now that i'm talking guys sorry if i'm out of breath because (laughs) i definitely am and i think it's covid so sorry if i'm panting i promise i probably sound nervous but i'm not nervous i promise because i'm literally by myself but anyways um, we, what was I saying? Oh, I really focused on wanting to get her trained from the get go before I got her. So we picked her up and, um, that was one of the questions is how did you know she was the one? Like, did you pick from siblings? Like, did you like, how was the process of that? so we got frankie from a breeder because she is a dalmatian and she is a good breeder we did all our research about breeders and all things um especially dalmatian breeders because dalmatians are overbred and they were heavily in the past not really anymore but they still are um, because people just want to make a buck off a dog which i do not like but we did a lot of research as in we i mean chris did a lot of research because frankie was my birthday present so he put a lot of time and effort in finding her and um she well at first i wanted i told him i just wanted a dalmatian like no not a long haired dalmatian or dalmatian and because that had always been a dream of mine and i always had asked for a dalmatian ever since i was little so i'm like wait i'm old enough i can get a dalmatian like i'm an adult i can pay for her like why am i not getting a dalmatian so i told chris chris i wanted a dalmatian And so he did a lot of research and a lot of things. And the other requirement I gave Chris was, I want the dog on my birthday, which is September 15th. And when I told him I wanted the dog, it was probably like September 2nd. So he didn't have a lot of time, poor thing. And so he went to work. So um, the dog, of course we found was a long-haired Dalmatian. And we saw two photos of dogs. One was Frankie and one was Frankie's sister and at first i was like i don't know if i want a long hair like i really was on the fence about it and i'm like i really just want a classic dalmatian like i've never really seen a long haired ever in person so i'm like i don't know like they probably shed more like i just was really skeptical and then chris showed me her photo and i was like oh my god that's the cutest dog i think i've ever seen in my entire life and he's like yeah babe like i think that's the only dog we could get like on your birthday like if you really want to stick to that birthday rule that's the this these two are the only dogs available in this time frame and i was like oh my gosh like maybe i have to push it back maybe i'll get the dog in october like i don't know about that so of course you guys know the results we ended up going to san antonio and picking her up and we met the breeder and she was very nice, very sweet. And we did a lot of like email back and forth, uh, before we met her and she seemed, you know, perfectly nice. She breeds dogs and has for a long time. And her grandfather actually started breeding Dalmatians when she was young. So it's like a family business and, you know, they're very passionate about it. They take care of the dogs and all this stuff. So I was like, She checks all my boxes you know she's a good breeder really like that good reviews like that's that was really important to me so anyways and in my mind i wanted frankie like we saw both of the siblings photos but i just was drawn toward frankie more and just by the photos but i knew that that could change like i had an open mind going into it and uh so we see them and frankie's sibling um, was all over us. Just like, you know, licking us and like, hello, kind of just like a Marley and me dog, just like all in our face, licking us, like really was happy to see us. And Frankie was in the corner, like shaking and she was more skeptical of us. And I was like, oh my gosh, like maybe I don't want her. Like I was really battling, not battling. I was just like, oh, that was, that's interesting. Like my perspective has kind of shifted. So then I was playing with Frankie's sister and the thing about frankie's sister was she was like really really black and just like had a lot of spots but they were all blended together and that was like the one thing i didn't like about frankie's sister which is like rude because i'm judging the dog based on its looks but in my mind i was like i want the pure you know spotted well spotted dalmatian and that was just always visualized in my head and so i was playing frankie's sister and then doing that and then the breeder thought i was going to take home the sister and we were just talking to the breeder and all this stuff and then i was like can i pick up the other one she's like yeah of course so i picked up frankie and frankie was like significantly smaller than her sister as well and she wasn't the runt i asked but she was just a little smaller and just so sweet like she seemed so sweet And so I just held her and she was really nervous. And I was just like, yeah, this is the one. And I don't know, like the question was like, how did you know? And I guess I didn't, I didn't really know. I was just like, it was more of a feeling of, yeah, this is, this is the dog. Um, and the breeder was like shocked. She was like, oh my gosh, I for sure thought you were going to adopt the other one. I was like, nope, this one's mine. And so i was just holding her and then we paid for her and she gave us all the stuff and we took her home um so i guess it was more like a gut instinct and i'm so so happy with our choice obviously i love frankie to death and it's funny because um there's actually a group chat of like all of frankie siblings and i So like we always post about them and like keep each other up to date. And so I see this sister that I almost adopted and her name is Penelope and she is so cute too. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I should have taken both. Like (laughs) I have that thought all the time. Like I definitely should have adopted both. I just like, I mean, it's fine. And like, I want a dog, another dog for Frankie in the future. So I think it was all supposed to happen how it did, but I do have not regret, but I think about it often. I'm like, Penelope and Frankie could have been together, you know? So, um, yeah, that's the story of that. So I guess it was more of a gut feeling and a gut instinct than anything. Okay. So back to the training. So like I said, at the beginning, I wanted a dog really well-trained and, I wanted that because I like going places and I like taking, I love when I see other people with their dogs. Like they always have their dog with them at the coffee store or at whatever the hell that anywhere. So I'm like, I want that. Like I want that for my dog and I like having that. Like I want that and I've never had it. So that's one of the reasons I really, really, really wanted her trained. also is because I got so much hate when I posted about, getting a dalmatian even from my friends and family and you know a lot of people on instagram were like no dalmatians are aggressive they are mean they will bite you and so in my gut i was just like i still have to get it like i have to have a dalmatian like that is something i've always wanted and i just think that i don't know if i can train the dog and you know kind of debunk those rumors then I'll be happy and so will the dog and i'm so so glad i listened to my gut on that because she is my everything literally she is my child and i just couldn't imagine life without her and um i guess i would just want to preach on that a little bit like if you have a pit bull or like a dalmatian or german shepherd um uh, those are the three coming into my head right now but i know there's more breeds that are just labeled as like mean and aggressive and all these bad attributes and if you are a person that is like in the market for getting a dog like that i just want you i just want to let you know you need to do your research um and know also your personality like yes frankie is high in energy but like she's not like super high in energy i would say like i thought she was going to be um because everyone would tell me that like Oh my god dalmatians are so high in energy you're gonna have your hands totally full and that was like really giving me anxiety because i'm like oh my gosh like i am a active person and i do like plan to take the dog on walks but like is she gonna be too active like am i not the right owner and i got a lot of anxiety from that because i'm like oh my gosh maybe this isn't the right dog for me but then i sat with myself and i'm like wait a second i'm like super active compared to the normal human being i would say like the average american um and again i want to take the dog everywhere with me like to the store to you know dog friendly stores to the coffee shop places and all the things so i'm like mm, i do think dalmatians are it for me so i would just say sit with yourself know who you are like if you don't like getting out if you're really really introverted um don't necessarily like going on walks maybe like a high energy dog isn't for you but um again you're gonna know that better than most people so just trust your gut do your thing but back to um her trainings. so right after chris found her photo and stuff and we were 85 percent sure we were gonna get her i reached out to a trainer um, before we even had her and this is a trainer i knew um, from passing and i actually met him probably um i think it was right after i got back from italy and so that was what 2019 i think it was the summer of 2019 because my mom and i used to walk on lake fable literally every single morning and there was always this guy with like seven dogs at once and they were all off leash trained. Um, and it was just like really cool to watch. So I was intrigued with him. And so one time we asked him like, what's your story? Like, who are you? And he was like, Oh, like I'm Matt and I am a dog trainer and I, that's what I do for a living. And you know, it's awesome. And if you ever of a dog, um, please like keep me in mind. And so that's always stuck with me. I'm like, okay, if I get a dog ever in the future and I still live in Arkansas, I want to use Matt. So sure enough, I emailed Matt and I was like, hey, um, I'm about to adopt a dog. Would you be interested in training her? Um, she's a Dalmatian, You know, I told her, I told him all the things and he was like, yes, of course. Um, that sounds awesome. So his company is Off Leash Canine of Arkansas and Off Leash Canine has a million not a million, but a lot of um, places all over the United States. It's a chain kind of, I guess chain is the right word, but I don't really know with dog training, but um, it's a company that is all over the United States. And so he owns the uh, Arkansas branch. Um, And so I just thought that was really cool. So he helped me out and he, uh, you know, told me when he needed to see her, like what because he said, like, what are you looking for? Um, And I said her to be, like, fully trained, like, well-trained. I want her to walk off leash. Like, I want her to be really, really, really good. He's like, great, I can make that happen. So I was like, great. So then we got her, and then I think the first lesson we had with Matt was when she was 11 or 12 weeks old, and that was, like, a really, really good insight for me, I guess is the right word, because we went to his facility... And we met him again and she, you know, played and like, it was mainly for me that first lesson of like, this is why your dog does this, you know, this is normal puppy behavior. And like the things he told me and taught me was like low key, obvious things, but like things I would never think of because I obviously don't have, you know, the training to be a dog trainer, if that makes sense. Cause he would be like, yeah, like she's gonna be honorary in this sense, but like let her do that because she's gaining confidence. And I'm like, oh, weird. And just like little things like that really like turned a light bulb in my head. I was like, oh my gosh, yeah, like she is a puppy. Like I don't need her to be like this fully police canine dog at twelve weeks old. Like that's ridiculous. And so, yeah, so that first lesson was really good. And then after that we did like puppy lessons, so I believe we met once a week and we did like, um, socialization in home Depot or Lowe's. And then we went other places. Um, and he worked with her with his dogs. He has uh, a lot of dogs, but his dogs like helped her, you know, be socialized around them. And like, then she would play with his dogs and all this stuff. And it really was the best experience. Um, he was very, very informative, knows his shit, knows what he's talking about for sure. And um just a really, really good experience. So then we did the puppy school lessons, which was the four weeks. Um and then he said, "Let's break. Um let's have a little rest. You guys, you know, do the lessons by yourself, like keep up the training. She's really on track." I'm like, "Great." So then we took a break for I guess like <clears throat> I would say probably a month. And we came back and then we did like one, um, kind of teenage lesson with him and he just saw her progress and all the stuff and was like, yeah, she's really, you know, on track, like she's doing really well. And so, um, the board and train program is next. So the board and train program is where you send your dog for two weeks. I mean, at this one, I sent her away for two weeks with him and it's this extensive, like puppy boot camp per se uh, where she learns everything how to walk off leash how to heal how to sit how to stay in place how to do pretty much a lot of lot of things and um i think that was the hardest for me though is like sending her away because i'm like oh my gosh what am i gonna do without her for two weeks so that was definitely the hard part but i'm so grateful i did it because now she's back And she's been back for about two weeks now. And just the progress she's made, I'm just mind-blown, guys. Like, absolutely mind-blown. She's everything that I wanted, like, and I visualized and manifested. Like, it's insane what she can do and, like, how smart and capable she is of things. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I would have never been able to do this by myself. So I would highly recommend, highly recommend doing some form of training and that was a frequently asked question was like is it worth it like some places are a lot of money like is that worth it and i would say it's worth every penny like seriously it's worth every penny because a good dog and a good well-behaved dog is just like all around happy like our life is so much peaceful our walks that we go on are so nice. Like, she's not pulling at the leash because she doesn't have a leash. We bring a leash with us Um, just in case, like, some parts um, require leashes or, you know, stuff like that. Or if someone like gets onto us, we have a leash in our pocket. But 91% of the time, she walks off leash. She's right with us. She knows how to sit. She knows how to place, you know, stay where we want her to stay. And I'm like, I am amazed at all the stuff she can do. So yeah, I would say it's worth every penny um, for sure. Like I, and I don't know, it depends on your personality, but like for me, just knowing that she is going to behave when I tell her to, and like she is going to play when I tell her to, and like she is really structured now, which I guess i didn't really know about dogs is like dogs actually really love structure and that's what matt taught me during our lessons is like dogs love structure dogs love to eat at 8 a.m and 6 p.m like they love or whatever you feed them but be consistent they love being on a schedule and being um rewarded when they do good things and they love that like brings them joy and purpose you know so once he told me that and told me that, I'm like, oh my God, that makes total sense. Like, yeah. And so I've really seen a shift in her behavior as well, just in that. Cause she knows that she's trusted now, if that makes sense. Cause we go on walks and she's off leash and she knows she's off leash. She's not stupid. Um, but like when we say, come, she knows like to come and like, then we say, go play like free, um, and then she goes and wanders off and like she knows, and she's so much happier cause she's trusted. And I can totally tell that she loves it. Like she loves being awfully. She loves like roaming around. She loves being trusted. And so that just makes me happy as a little dog mom. Um, but yeah, training can get pricey, but how I see it is like, once you get a dog, you're gonna have the dog hopefully for at least 10 years, um, hopefully more. But like at least ten years of your life, you're gonna have this dog. Um, I get it. Some cir- circumstance happen. You might have to get rid of the dog for whatever reason. The dog might die early. Hopefully, God forbid not. But you know, hopefully the dog is gonna last ten years at least. So how I see it is like the investment you're gonna make in this ten year lifespan is so worth it. Like it is so worth it. And if you need to save your money do it because um, i just think it's so worth it just from experience 10 out of 10 highly would rec- recommend if you live in northwest arkansas using off-leash canine of arkansas they are great they have a lot of trainers other than matt that are i've heard nothing but good things as well um just all around 10 out of 10 i know they also have a location in little rock i believe matt does not um teach down there but he teaches up here so yeah um 10 out of 10 would recommend um someone asked what were your biggest fears about owning a dog and did they come true um my biggest fears i think i already really touched on them was how much people were hate so hateful towards dalmatians and me getting one and like people would be like you're so young like you don't need that responsibility or you know dalmatians you're never gonna go anywhere because she's gonna bite everyone and like everyone was saying all this stuff and then i would ask them like have you ever had a Dalmatian or like, have you ever been around a Dalmatian? And they're like, no, but that's like what they're like. I'm like, okay, you, you don't even know, like you don't even have one. Like if you had one, that would be one thing. And like, you can give me feedback if you own a Dalmatian, but like, if you don't or have never owned a Dalmatian, then I'm not going to listen to your opinion. But, um, I think that was my biggest fear just because of the anxiety of all the people and all the noise I was hearing from the outside of just like, that's a bad idea, that's not good. Um, and uh those fears didn't come true. Um, she is really, really good. And I just I have heard from a lot of other Dalmatian owners. I know not every Dalmatian is a good dog, but I would say like there aren't really bad dogs out there. There it's just bad owners. Like, and you're you're a bad like dog parent. Um And I know there's certain circumstances where, like, there are really, really hard dogs to train. I get it. Um, Frankie was not one of them. um, Thank goodness. But, yeah. I just... She's great. She's very loyal. She... The only, like, rough thing... Not rough, but, like, thing that we're still, to this day, trying to work on is her with people. Um, She won't really let you pet her. She is very timid around people and just nervous in general and she's been like that since she was a puppy and she's gotten way better since training but she's still to this day it's just like because everyone in their the whole universe asks to pet her because she's cute and they're like can I pet your dog and I'm like yeah you can try and I have her sit and like do all the things um but I'm like she's very shy um you know don't expect her to you know, be pet and they're like, okay, and most of the time people are very respectful and like don't get in her face or anything. But she um I just really hesitant and I, I don't necessarily want her to be like very hyper or like the opposite, you know, end of the spectrum. But like I would like her to be able to just sit there and be pet like and just whatever. Like, yeah, you can pet me, I don't really care. I want her to get to that stage um, but we're, we still have to work on that and like socialize her and take her out and take her everywhere we go that we can. So, um, that's the only like little bump in the road we are experiencing right now. But yeah. So the next question I got was, does she have trouble off leash when other dogs off leash come up to her? Um, so we have actually never experienced that firsthand, but I don't know i think she would be fine she really does enjoy dogs if they are like they have to match her energy level if that makes sense she's also timid around dogs but like once she she's kind of like the kid in kindergarten who's just like shy but really wants to be involved if that makes sense like she's very shy but like she also wants to be included like she's not shy and like fuck you all she like is shy and like, hi, I'm Frankie. Like I really want to be included, but I'm just shy. She's kind of like that. (laughs) Um, if that makes any sense. Uh, she's kind of like me actually, that is exactly how I am, but, uh, it's funny. But anyways, um, so yeah, she'll be a little timid at first with any dog, but then like she'll be, okay, they're good. They're, they're a good dog. They're good. Um, and she's fine. Like she'll listen to us still, um, with distractions, which, she was trained to do so like if there's a dog or if there's cars or if there's anything and we command her to do something like heal or sit she will do it she's not going to run after the dog she's not going to you know run after the car she's trained to do that which that was another reason i'm like i want her to be trained um for distractions i think that's really important and for her safety as well so yeah Um, someone asked, would you ever send her to doggy daycare? Um, PS, I love you. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah, I don't know. So the thing with her, like I said, she is very shy. So the only thing I'm concerned about doggy daycare is the people. And so we really are focusing present day on still continuing to socialize her and still continuing to do the hard work per se so that if there was a case that we had to send her to dog daycare, that would be, I would be fine with that. Um, however, present day, I don't think I would just because I have family around me that I'm blessed to have, and they would be more than willing to help and watch her. Um, you know, we have Chris's mom, my mom, my grandma, um, and Joe, Joe would watch Frankie in a heartbeat. So, present day I would say no um I wouldn't send her to doggy daycare I know there are a lot of places that offer like doggy daycare for the day like if you work a nine to five and you want your dog to be like you know taken care of or get their energy out you can drop them off and I'm like that is such a good idea but the thing is I work from home so I'm with ranky all the time and so that's not really a need for me um but I think that's awesome for people that need it so yeah um that was another question is like does frankie do well on her own my pup is suffering from separation anxiety so frankie i mean of course i don't really know how she is by herself like i'm not there but we do have a camera and when we leave the house she is crate trained so she goes right in the crate um we don't leave her home alone for like more than three hours of course but uh she goes in her crate she usually sleeps the whole entire time so she doesn't I wouldn't say she has separation anxiety at all, Um, but I would say she's super, super loyal to Chris and I. Like, she is dead set. Like, she's like, that is my mom and dad. Don't F with them. Like, she is for sure, like, this is my family, and this is going to be my family till the day I die, which I think is so interesting because, you know, some dogs are like, oh, I'll go off with this total stranger, or I'll go to grandma's house. And, like, the thing is, she... Um, Will, like, she loves my mom, and she loves Chris's mom, and my grandma, like, she's obsessed with them, but, like, at the end of the day, she's so loyal to us, like, she is, like, okay, where's my mom, where's my dad, like, she's really looking for us, but it's not out of anxiety, if that makes sense, it's more out of, like, her personality is just loyal, and, like, she's very loyal, and if she was an Enneagram, like, (laughs) this is what I tell people, like, that know Enneagrams, and, like, know about it is she is a six wing seven for sure and she's a hard six but like she has that little bit of seven in her that's like oh i'm gonna be adventurous and i'm gonna dig outside and run around and go play with the dogs and like do those things but she's definitely a six on any round which i think most dogs are but um that was her um someone asked any advice for potty training in the winter um good question i've never done that Uh, we got frankie in the fall we got her in september so i guess because my dog trainer said that is the best time to get dogs because the weather is perfect you know it's not too hot it's not too cold and like by the time it gets really cold your dog should be really trained that's what he told me or yeah that's what he told me about um potty training and it just kind of worked out like that like potty training was really rough don't get me wrong like it was hard and it was a lot of work but um yeah i don't have really tips on training in the winter but my uh, brother and his girlfriend nikki um her name's nikki manch and if you follow her on tiktok uh it's nikki n-i-k-k-i-m-a-n-s-c-h she just got a new puppy for her birthday um and she is so cute her name is also penelope funny enough and she's a little i think mini poodle is what she is and so they got her in the winter and you know we're doing the thing but um reach out to her i'm sure she's gonna give tips she does TikTok and social media so i'm sure she'll talk about it but i'm sorry i can't really give advice for the winter months um someone asked what made you decide to get a dog versus another animal um I don't know I never really thought about another animal if I'm being honest like we had cats growing up but like I never loved them like if that that's really rude but like I'm not really a cat person um way more dog person always have been I think always will be but I don't want to say always but yeah I just always wanted a dog um I didn't really have to think about like deciding if that makes sense someone asked, will you and Chris make her food or do you store buy it? Um, so funny enough right now we, uh, store buy it. So she eats from, I think that's how you pronounce it. F R O M M. Um, I've heard nothing but good things about it. Um, also side note, pause, i'm recording this in my office in the sun it's like 2 p.m when i'm recording this and the sun is like literally beating down on me and i think i'm getting sunburned so i'm gonna move hold on (laughs) okay sorry that's much better i had to move in the shade i was about to pass out um so like i was saying we get from um we have we're on our cannot talk we have her on the puppy from you know, bags right now, still, uh, because she's still a puppy, but uh, yeah, I put on my story like the other day of dog food recommendations that people have because I'm like, I want to know what other people are feeding their dogs. Because I don't know about you guys, but I when I scroll on TikTok, I will hop on the um, what I feed my dog TikTok a lot, and they are like literally preparing meals for their dogs, and it's like raw carrots and raw this and like salmon oil and fish oil and kibble and all this stuff and i'm like i think i want to do that like i don't know because my personality isn't really mm, i don't know how to say it like i don't like cooking and (laughs) preparing things so i'm like maybe that's chris's job and i think chris would really enjoy it so i guess that's my answer i think maybe down the line yes chris will definitely enjoy like making her food but as of right now she's on from but i was going to share the dog food recommendations with you guys because i got a lot um a lot of people said hill science diet was a good one and that's what our vet recommended but i don't know i'm a little skeptical about it just because i think it has grain in it and and i've read a lot of things where dogs aren't supposed to eat grain and all things so i'm like I don't know um i'm sure it's great though if you have your dog on that please do your your own research don't listen to me i do not know what i'm talking about um so they said that one um a lot of people did say from which i'm which she's on right now uh people said raw food diet so that's where you make your dog's food um and it's a lot of preparation but apparently it makes them live longer i've heard really really good things about that um farmer's dog is another one i believe that's like a subscription you get it every month i believe um ollie is another one like that my mom has june bug which is her dog on ollie actually and june really really enjoys it and it comes in uh, once a month in like a freeze what's it called air freezer no that's wrong what is it called freeze dried it comes freeze dried sure no i don't know you guys know what i'm talking about i'm sure anyways it comes in the mail and you're like set for a whole month or maybe two months. I don't know, but that was on the list. And then Purina Pro Plan was the last one that was really popular. So yeah, those were the recommendations I got. Um, and hopefully that helps you guys that are dog mommies as well. Yeah. A lot of people are asking how I potty train. So I mean, potty training is just one of those things that you just have to get through, if that makes sense. And I believe I mean I don't have a physical real human child but I think it's going to be the same kind of thing of just like trial and error and just like time like time is really what did it with Frankie and just over and over like when she would go inside we would take her out and like do all the things um we did get the bells that you put on your um, door and that actually really helped like we didn't necessarily teach her to like ring the bells because I know there is a whole thing where like you get the dog to hit it with the paw and then give the dog a treat and then the bells will ring and then they know when they ring the bell they can go outside we didn't really do that she just kind of got it she was like oh like if i make noise with this thing then i'm i get to go outside and so that i would recommend that actually just getting the some kind of system where like she can notify you that hey i have to go to the bathroom um and rewarding her when she does that because that was really helpful but again she would still make accidents all the way up till like today present day she's still i mean it is our fault 100 percent when she does make an accident inside because she is seven months old so like she does know how to go outside but like if we're not listening to her commands or we don't hear the bell or whatnot she does make accidents inside. So it's one of those things where it's like, that's the life of having a dog. And I feel like, I don't know, she's going to make accidents for the rest of her life. Um, again, it is going to be 100% our fault when she does that. And Kate, unless it's like an emergency or like a medical reason she's doing that. Um, I just feel like it's one of those things. So if you're dealing with potty training right now, just ride the wave. That's my best piece of advice is just ride the wave. It's okay. Um, set up a playpen. We did that with Frankie and it was game changing because when we first brought her home, I lived in my apartment, which was like 500 and I don't know, 65 square feet, I would say. So I was like, in in my head, I was like, this is the perfect size for a puppy. Like it's not too big. Like she's she can roam. Like it's fine if she roams. And I let her do that for about like five days and i'm like no this is horrible i literally am watching her 24 7 watching her every move making sure she's not eating something she's not supposed to like she's going in potty inside it was just a mess so my mom was like you really need to get the you know pin i'm like okay that's fine so we got the pin and we did that system where we you know only had her in the pin and then her crate was also in her pin so like if she wanted to take a nap or you know whatever she felt comfortable going into the crate and that helped with crate training as well so we had her in that pin for a long time it feels like and it was probably only like um probably three months we had her in the pin no probably like two and a half months we had her in the pin um and then once she was trustworthy enough we let her out and she's been good ever since pretty much for the most part like Again, present day, she still makes accidents inside, and I would just say ride the wave. You know, do the things, ride the wave if you gotta. Um, someone asked, do you plan to take her on vacations? Actually, yes. Um, I really, really, really want to take her as many places I can. Um, I'm hoping to get her, you know, service dog trained. And I mean, she is service dog trained technically, but I want her get her. I want to get her certified um chris suffers with anxiety so like he definitely can get her as her his service animal so i want um that really bad because then we can fly with her and do like a lot of things with her so we just haven't done that yet but that is on our list for sure like in her lifetime and i really want to take her to the beach and just like experience a lot with her because that was another goal of mine um, before getting a dog I'm like, I want a dog that does stuff with me. I don't want a dog to just sit home and, you know, lay around and just live inside a house. Um, I really felt strongly about not doing it that way. And again, if you have a dog that's lazy and have a dog that, you know, likes to live inside the home, that's totally fine. No uh, dog mom shaming at all involved um, when I'm talking about this, but personally... I wanted her to live a fulfilled, fulfilled, happy life with us. Um so yes, traveling is definitely on the agenda. I want to take her as many places as we can. Uh someone asked how old she was when she started boarding train. She was um 6 months. So I believe that's what he recommends. I think it's 5 to 6 months he recommends them doing boarding train. And yeah, So you have to be at least that old to do it and have like all your shots and all the things, um, as well. Um, someone asked favorite NWA pet shop. So I would say my favorite is three dog bakery. That's located in downtown Bentonville. They are locally run and operated very nice people. Um, awesome, awesome people, really good stuff. They have a really good list of things. Um, they sell from, they sell, uh, bully sticks um if you guys don't know what a bully stick also side note is a bully stick is literally the best thing i think anyone has ever invented it's not even an invention but it's a it's a stick that dogs chew on and it they literally chew on it for hours i feel like at least frankie does and on like rainy days where you can't walk your dog or like on days where you can't walk your dog in general just give them a bully stick and they literally Will chew on that forever, and it will keep them busy. So, highly recommend getting that. But Three Dog Bakery sells those. So yeah, and also fun fact. So it's called Three Dog Bakery because I guess the owners, when they started, I don't know what year they started the company, but whenever that was, they had three dogs. Um, that's why it's called Three Dog Bakery. Obviously, so that's that. But one of the dogs was a Dalmatian, and her name was Dottie and i just think that's so cute and like when you go into the shop um there's a photo of the three dogs and one of them is a dalmatian so i'm like oh that's so cute um someone asked what is our daily training routine now that she's back home with you that is a really good question so when we got frankie back from her board and train we had to go through like this hour and a half session with matt and frankie um and chris was with me and we you know he went down the list of everything that she knew because obviously we didn't know. We were like, okay, I know she's going to be able to walk off leash. I know she's going to be able to do all these things, but like we don't know how to command her. Like we don't know anything. And so that's why you do the lesson is like, it's literally school for you. Um, so he had us do all the stuff, teach us the commands. And then the thing I love about him is like, he said, okay, now take her home, um, let her rest. And you have to keep this up because right now she just thinks that I'm in control of her. Like I'm the one that tells her to do things. And like, she just labels you guys as mom and dad, which I'm like, yeah, that totally makes sense. So like, we really had to go hard from the beginning of like, Hey, no Frankie, we also are in charge of you. Um, and I think that's where a lot of people, you know step kind of two steps back in a way because they get the dog home from board and train they're like great my dog's trained and they necessarily don't make the time for the dog or don't make the time to like keep up the training and then the dog will lose that like 100 percent without a doubt will forget or will be ornery or will you know they're not dumb animals so um yeah so our daily routine looks a little bit like this like we wake up I feed Frankie, take her out. Um, and then we go on a morning rock walk. So we usually go on like a one to two mile walk with her. Chris usually comes with us because he works nights. So we go on a family walk and she loves, loves, loves that. Cause she's like, great mom and dad are with me. I'm having the best day of my life. Woo-hoo. Um, and we work on all the commands when we're outside. So like she has to heal. And then we work on come, which come is just like, she can roam around and sniff and be a dog. Like she doesn't have to be right by us the whole time. So she sniffs around, she does thing. And then we do heal again. And then we do, you know, sit and place. So place means stay. So sit and then stay. And then we walk away. Like we walk pretty far uh, distance. And then we're like, come here, break. And then she, you know, runs to us and we do that. Um, so it's really like every day we work on all the commands that he taught us. Um, and we do that outside and then we come back home and usually she's tired and she takes a nap. So she takes a nap. I get my work done. You know, Chris does his thing. Cause he works at night. Like I said, um, he does whatever. And, uh, I'll be working and then around like when she wakes up from her nap, which I don't know, that's like, she takes like a two hour ish nap just like on and off like lazy she's kind of lazy and then she wakes up and she's like okay i want to play so then we'll play with her a little bit and then work on house commands so like she has to sit and stay when we open the door to get the mail and like she'll completely stay and sit there when we get the mail and like with the door wide open and all the stuff um and yeah so then after that where was I going? We'll play with her, do things. And then usually before Chris goes to work, we'll go on a walk. But if that doesn't happen, like if it's too rushed or something, I will go on a solo walk with her or I'll take her to the dog park. Um, it really just depends what I think she needs that day. Because sometimes if she is kind of misbehaving in a way, she doesn't really misbehave, misbehave, but if she's kind of testing us, Then I'll take her on a walk and be like, no, you got to listen and you got to, you know, do the things. And then she'll get like it straight that, okay, you are in charge of me and you are actually, you do mean business mom. And I'm like, yeah, I do. But if like she, whatever, I don't know, is really good. Or like, I feel like she hasn't been around dogs a lot. I will take her to dog park and she loves that. And I'm, I'll be there for like 30 minutes to an hour with her. And she just runs and runs and plays and just is obsessed and then I take her home. And then she gets dinner um, at 6 p.m. <clears throat> excuse me, 6 p.m. And um, yeah, and then she kind of winds down. She still wants to play, but like we do focus on those house commands a lot throughout the night. And yeah, and then she goes to bed and repeats it in the morning. So that's kind of our schedule loosely of what we do present day but um yeah she does have a big backyard um we have a big yard in our backyard and she loves it she goes outside for a long time and like she self-sues which i like about her like she definitely knows how to play by herself for the most part like she still is a puppy and she loves when we play with her obviously but she plays with herself in the backyard and she loves to dig like i've never had a dog that actually digs if that makes sense Uh, which might sound actually weird now that I think about it, but she is a digger, man. Like, she, our, like, inside joke, Chris and I is, um, when she comes in all, like, dirty, we're like, oh, did you make it to China this morning? Like, did you make it on your morning commute? And then we always, like, when we can't find Frankie, we're like, where's Frankie? And Chris is like, oh, she's probably digging in China. I'm like, oh, yeah, probably. And I look outside, and sure enough, she, her whole head is in this massive hole. And, like, that's the other thing i'll say is like what when you get a dog trained like i did it's also your choice to like let dogs be dogs if that makes sense like if you want a dog really trained like she is you can for sure make them really well trained do exactly what you say for the rest of their lives or you can be like me and like know that yes she is really trained she is a really really good dog but like also she can be a dog like i it doesn't bother me that she wants to dig in the backyard that that's what makes her happy. So I'm not going to like beat her up about that. And that makes sense. But like, in some circumstances, maybe your dog isn't allowed to dig in the backyard or like, you know, it is a, you know, hassle if it always rains where you are and your dog's like covered in mud. I get that. I totally get that. So do you, but like, that's the other thing I say is like, if you get a dog trained, it's not like this police dog, like, intense thing if you don't make it, you know? So, um, yeah. Um, another tip I'll say is if you have a dog with a significant other, whether that's a boyfriend, a girlfriend, whatever, or you live with your mom and you know, the dog lives under the roof with like multiple people. What really helped us is knowing that we, Chris and I needed to be on the same page And it's something we still struggle with a little bit um, present day because I tend to be more um, hyper-focused on her. Like, if she isn't with me, I'm like, okay, where is she? Like, she's probably doing something wrong. Like, she probably... And it's not that I, like, think the worst of her, but, like, I do have circumstances where I'm like where's Frankie where's Frankie and I tend to watch her more than Chris does and I think that's just like a motherly instinct as well even though she's not an actual child I think just women in general have a stronger instinct to worry if that makes sense so like getting on the same page and that's what the trainer said to us Matt he was like yeah like you guys need to definitely be on the same page with everything like potty training schedule um feeding schedule you guys need to do the same thing because like she doesn't know that you guys are two separate people with two separate lives. Like she wants that structure from both of you and she's looking for it. So I was like, got it. Perfect. Um, and he also did recommend both of us coming to the lessons if we could make it, which sometimes Chris couldn't. And like, obviously I'm like, she's more my dog than Chris's. She's both of our dogs granted, but like she's more mine. So like I take responsibility of her more so, um, so like he said, if you guys aren't good at communicating or like, you know, you you don't feel like you can relay this information back to him, he needs to be at the lesson. I'm like, got it. Um, and so he did come to probably 90% of the lessons. And I think that was really helpful. And I think that's where couples or ooh, whatever a household could really benefit is really being on the same page of this is how we're going to train this dog. And that's that because, um, even now, like with my mom, Frankie will like, she's smart enough to know that my mom won't scold her as much. So she tests my mom. Like she definitely does. And I'm like that little brat. But the thing is like, it's okay. Like I want her to be better, of course, around my mom, but like, it's okay. Cause my mom allows it. But, like, if my mom and I lived together, that wouldn't be okay with me. I'd be like, no, that's not okay. You need to, you know, train her like I am and still continue the work, um, if that makes sense. So, I would recommend that. Like, really be on the same page with whoever you're training the dog with. Someone asked, do you think a trainer is necessary or do you think you could do it on your own? Um, Personally, I do not think I could have done this on my own (laughs) For Sure. Um, I'm just not knowledgeable enough in it. Never have been, never will be. I'm way more knowledgeable now because I have been trained by the trainer, but no, I do not. I literally do not think I could have done it by myself. Um, I know people can, I think it's possible, but just having a trainer and someone that's so knowledgeable about it, 10 out of 10 recommend 10 out of 10. Someone asked, uh, do you want another dog? Um, yes, I do want to give Frankie a sibling so bad. i not sure what breed. I think I would get another Dalmatian just because I really think it's a good match for me. That breed is just loyal and active and I just am obsessed. Um, so yeah, but we'll see. I don't know if we'll get another Dalmatian. Only time will tell. But yeah i don't know when either but uh for sure in her lifetime she will have a sibling um for sure okay last question someone asked favorite training treat so that's a really good question um at first like when she was a really little she loved crunchios which you can buy at three dog bakery or i don't know if they sell them at PetSmart, but maybe actually i don't know but they're just called crunchios um and they come in different flavors she likes the salmon flavor And that's the other thing I'll say is like, you're going to find out what your dog likes and doesn't really like, um, like Frankie loves salmon. Does she like chicken? Yes, but not as well as salmon. Um, so yeah, she liked, she loved those at the beginning and, uh, Matt our trainer used those. And then when we got her back from her boarding train, He was like, does she like people food? Or like, do you guys give her people food a lot? And we're like, no, not really, actually. Like, we've been pretty strict about it. And he's like, oh my God, she is obsessed with people food. I was like, huh, intriguing. So he recommended that when we are out in public with her. Um, Because what we used to do, because she is shy, is when people ask to pet her, we're like, actually, she doesn't want to be pet at this time, but you can give her a treat. And we would just hand them the Crunchio bag. And then she would take a treat and that builds her confidence. And so we were taught to do that and we're like, great. But when we got her back from the boarding train, he was like, yeah, she's definitely more comfortable around people. She still like is eerie of them ish, but I would recommend bringing human food instead of treats out in public. And we're like, oh, interesting because people food have a higher value in her eyes, which makes total sense um so like cheese or bacon or whatever just in a bag and when people are like can i pet her uh we would give her give them people food now and then um that will build her trust even more if that makes sense so that is what we're still working on currently but yeah i would say her favorite is crunchios or like cheese she really likes cheese and bacon and salmon um as people food so yeah it's not like we give her that all the time because like we still want to add the value of like that being a higher value for her so like we're not feeding her cheese at home we only feed her cheese like during those circumstances of like she needs to learn and trust in people um but yeah so that concludes today's episode i hope you guys liked it i know you guys were requesting this and i think joe's gonna do another episode um talking about Gardner, her baby. So, uh, so yeah, get excited for that episode. Um, probably coming soon. And I hope you guys enjoyed this again. Thank you guys for being here. Um, hope you guys have a great week again. I'm Caroline. You can find me on Instagram at Caroline Stealty and TikTok at Caroline Stealty and all the things, um, like that. And then you can find us at middle ground podcast on Instagram and TikTok and, uh, if you guys want or need advice, we do an advice episode at the end of every month on Thursday. So stay tuned for that. Send us advice. Email us at hello at middlegroundpodcast.co.co. Yeah, happy that you guys were here and listening. And I will catch you next time. Bye.